0: This week on Florida's fourth estate, a hero's welcome to Florida's strike team who helped with Hurricane Florence. The state of education, when you can make the grade without making an effort. So she gave them two weeks to complete a project. Several kids did not hand in anything, and she gave them a zero. And the school district's like, we don't don't give zeros, you have to give 50%. They have
1: a zero tolerance policy (laughs) of zeros. zeros.
0: And why can't Floridians keep their clothes on? Also, is the happiest place on earth now only for the richest people on the planet?
1: You are spending $5 million, Bought base. That is the base price, minimum, $5 million to get in there. So this is a certain type of person, Ken. This is like the top, what, 0.01%?
2: 0.01%, something like that.
1: Hello everybody, and welcome to Florida's fourth estate. Hopefully you're not melting in this crazy hot state of Florida.
0: It's autumn, it's fall, so we're not Yeah. Nothing. no. No, it's a state you're of in mind. denial, is <laughs> yes, what you are.
1: I will continue to be there. I, you know, I am amazed and impressed by the people I see jogging around with no shirt. I saw like a 60 year old man jogging around and I was just following him, I'm like waiting for him to die. You, oh, it's wow. Like, it's like 95 degrees out hundred percent humidity i was gonna save him
0: you already i was gonna him. i was in the air conditioning following okay, him to Steve. help him <laughs> wow that's crazy you know okay sometimes yeah gotta, maybe his shirt just melted off who knows
1: maybe it did but uh i was just looking out for the guy
0: anyway you were saying you are
1: uh my name is matt Austin. <laughs> <laughs> who are you
0: man you went on a tangent fast <laughs> that time it usually takes like 30 seconds that was 10. I'm breaking records. Okay. Here. We're getting better. And I'm Ginger Gadsden. We have a
1: special guest today. This is Ken Pilcher. Hi, thank you. He's a theme park expert. Yeah. Uh, and when we say that, you know, we were looking for somebody who had like 160 IQ and wears Mickey Mouse underwear. And Ken <laughs> is the guy, right? I can about, I'm probably
2: half of that. I've
1: got the more of the IQ.
0: Don't tell goes. us which half. Okay. <laughs> All better right. Let it remain a mystery. All right. You'll have to figure that out for yourselves.
1: So uh, we found this thing very interesting. Uh, there is this thing that Disney has, you know, Disney for years, it was like you went, you took your middle class family, you loaded up the family truckster and you could afford to go and take your family on a trip to Disney. Well, they Mm -hmm. have raised prices over
2: and Mm -hmm. over
1: again. And now they're taking some measures that sort of looks like Disney is targeting someone outside of the regular middle class. They're targeting mega rich people,
0: which I don't even know what those people look like.
1: I don't either. I mean,
0: when you hear the numbers, it's mind-boggling.
1: Yeah, they have crazy, crazy money. And so we're going to talk about this exclusive club you have to be basically Mm -hmm. invited into. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Ken, before we get to that, we got some headlines that are going to blow your mind, my
0: friend. Yeah. You know, we love Florida stories because everywhere in the world they talk about Florida stories That's but right. this one we really love because I like when we have positive stories coming out of Florida because normally they're kind of weird you know with Hurricane Florence Yeah. so we sent a strike team of Orange County fire rescue folks they went to the Carolinas to help the people who were dealing with Florence and it was such a nice thing and they were there for maybe a week or so and these guys worked like nonstop. I think we have some video and some sound when they finally came back after working those long, long hours. So let's listen to what they had to say. So it certainly means a lot to all of us to turn the corner. This was a very pleasant surprise and my uh, my hat goes off to our brothers and sisters with uh, Orange County fire. Yeah, so it was a nice surprise. They weren't expecting, you know, you normally just come home, you drive home, you change your clothes and you go. Yeah. But they had all of these people just standing there waiting to thank them for all the hard work. And it was so great. And they said they wanted to go because, do you remember our little storm called Irma?
1: I do remember Okay,
0: Irma. so when the, the Carolinas came and helped us with yeah. Irma. So this was our way of returning that favor and saying hey, guys, thank you for rescuing us. And that's what we do as a country and as a community, and that's why I love that we just didn't even hesitate, just sent people right out there to help them. And one of the things that they did I love, because when you're in that situation, you know, firefighters and fire rescue workers in the Carolinas well, they were losing their homes and their homes were flooding and they gave those guys a chance to actually go in and check on their places and be with their families a little bit because yeah. we know how that feels when you can't do that.
1: And they saw and dealt with some things that uh, nobody should ever have to deal no. with. You know, they saved a lot of lives and there yeah. were some lives that they saw uh, that they could not they save. Couldn't save. So, everyone. you know, they're going to be dealing with that stuff the rest of their lives. So yeah. we should thank them. We should put a big flag up when they come home. All the time. Well deserved. Yes, absolutely. There's some good people. Hey, Florida doesn't always get to say this. We are number one. Woo! Yeah! And what? When it comes to bicycle deaths.
0: Okay, that's not good. Yes,
1: I know. This is not something to celebrate. The most dangerous place to ride a bicycle on planet... Well, I don't know about planet Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm being dramatic. In America, though, for sure, is Florida. Out of the top 50 big metropolitan cities... The most dangerous ones, four of them are in Florida. 6.2 deaths per 100,000 people. The next closest is Louisiana with 3.9. If you're a numbers person, that is a big difference.
0: Well, you know, think of the stories we report about all the time. And it's always someone hit, you know, hit a bicyclist. And this is, I think, the number one spot. Is it like in the Tampa Bay area? Tampa Bay, you got it. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Pinellas County.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I lived in Pinellas County I thought they had great bike trails. I feel like Orlando is worse because maybe it's because I'm, here now and reporting on all the hit-and-runs or yeah. all the you accidents. you see it every worse. day. Miami's yeah. pretty bad, too. And I'm a cyclist. And people, I don't like sharing the roads with people because they, even though you have a bike lane, they don't stay in the lane. They mm-hmm. Cars drive in those lanes because they feel like, oh, I have more room to, like, <laughs> Oh, look up. at this extra little
1: lane I've got for my tire. This is it's perfect. It's
0: terrible. Yeah. It is awful. Not to
1: mention, and they say, you know, texting and driving, we have some of the loosest laws um, in america don't get me don't started. get you started sure yeah. to say. <laughs> i've had my head bashed in by a texting driver before yeah it's terrible thank god i was in a car not on a bike
0: thank goodness right yeah. yeah but i mean you just have to be careful we're trying to you know teach the world to be a greener place but you can't do that if you're going to get on your bike and someone's going to just mow you over
1: yeah anywho that's that should be a commercial
0: <laughs> Dude, don't <laughs> mow over your neighbor i mean it's it, it, just think about it yeah just you know, pay attention. okay, so speaking of paying attention, you know, I always talk about teachers. I love teachers. We
1: love us some teachers. We do. On Florida's they, fourth estate.
0: they sacrifice so much and I owe almost everything I am, especially outside of my family, to some fantastic teachers. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a teacher and I think it's Port Lucy or Port St. Port Lucy. Lucy Port yeah. St. Lucie. She was fired because that school district, has a no zero policy, meaning you can't give a student, who, even if a student earned a zero, you cannot give that student a zero. She's a history teacher in middle school and the kids were not, she gave them two weeks to complete a project, which now seems like, oh man, two weeks to do a story, can you imagine? Isn't that great, right? So she gave them two weeks to complete a project, several kids did not hand in anything and she gave them a zero. And the school district is like, we don't don't give zeros. You have to give 50%. They have
1: a zero tolerance policy (laughs) on zeros. Zeros,
0: Yes. So, I mean, what is the point? What is that teaching anyone? The teacher was fired, by the way. She was, I mean, her name, Diane Torado. And she left the sweetest note for her kids on the board. She's like, I love you guys, but I was fired because I wouldn't give anyone, you know, a 50% if they turned in nothing, which is... What lesson is that? If I don't show up for work, do I still get half of my salary? That'd be nice. That would be nice. But that's not how the real world works.
1: No, I totally agree with you. I feel like any measures we can do to give kids responsibility these days are important because it just seems like a lacking thing. And I, I say that as a person with kids. It's just so hard to get them to you know, really fight and try for anything because there's always somebody there to catch them. There's always some backs up. Oh, instead of 0%, we'll give you 50%. No,
0: that's to everybody can't get a ribbon. But I mean, think about the kids, and I wasn't always a great student. Like sometimes I tried and I may have gotten an F or like a 50 or something. Mm -hmm. And that's with me trying. Yeah. So if I knew I could just get that without even bothering, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have bothered probably. Yeah. That's crazy. Ken's it's like, t-
1: I've never gotten a zero in my life. I'm sure he has. A couple
0: you of college courses
1: I could tell you about. <laughs> 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 All right, we it's won't awful. delve into your it's past. Tonight. It's terrible. It's terrible. We got a new segment we're starting today. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Are you going to say well, what I mean, it is? Should I we, do it or do you want to say it together? Say it together. Okay. Naked, naked and, and we're, we're afraid. afraid. <laughs>
1: we we screwed that up. That
0: naked, was terrible. Yeah. We didn't. You can tell we didn't Instead of naked that. and
1: afraid, we're going naked and, and we're, we're afraid. afraid. Because there were, like we I said at the top of the show, it was a little foreshadowing. It's been really hot out and people <laughs> haven't been wanting to wear their clothes. <laughs> I
0: don't find naked cooler.
1: Oh, naked's definitely cooler. Whatever.
0: Sure. <laughs> Whatever you say. Hey. Listen, to stick your word to I
1: us. enjoy being naked in my own home. In Am your I, is own it okay? home. Am I in a comfortable place to say that? When my kids are out of town and I wow. get to walk around naked, wow. it's just the missus and I. I hope you have Kirk. It's happening.
0: <laughs> but yeah, in your own home. In my own key. home.
1: Now, in somebody else's home or in someone else's pool.
0: Well, that's going to get you in trouble. That's a
1: completely different issue. And that's what we had. A gentleman in Ocoee, Florida. Let's roll the video. Uh, there he is. He's. This is not his pool. This is not his house. And what is just... that?
0: Is that his blob?
1: Okay. Well, I'm gonna say a few people in the newsroom did see the unedited version of this, and they said that was a very generous blur. <laughs>
2: it doesn't need to be. Neither- <laughs>
1: <perfect>. <laughs> Can you saw? All right. So, uh, but he did this for
2: more than thirty minutes.
1: Yeah. This was he like did. a quick dip. Thirty minutes hanging out. He got in with shorts on, took his shorts off, and. Uh, you I know. mean, it's
0: not even cold outside.
1: <laughs> what are you just, trying to insinuate? I'm just
0: saying it's Florida and it's hot.
1: So, Okoe <laughs> police recognized the guy because it's such clear video and maybe yeah. they saw a birthmark or something. And, uh, yeah, 25 minutes. They've now identified him and now they are on the lookout for him. Well, so it was
0: is, scary. The mom saw him and the dog actually chased him off. So... <laughs> That's not a chew toy. (laughs) 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 Oh, gosh. I stopped myself. Okay, yeah. All right.
1: Should we move along? Yes, we should. All right. Speaking of naked people, Ginger. (laughs) Um, But
0: there's another naked guy who was in the Chick-fil-A parking lot. Chick-fil-A parking lot, running around
1: with his pants off. This is in Palm Coast.
0: He was belligerent in the parking lot of the chick-fil-a demanding people look at whatever it is he had on display he was getting into fights with people mm-hmm. he wouldn't put his chicken mcnugget away <laughs> he just i mean he was just, it was awful like people were yeah. like afraid of him and we still don't know why he was doing it he was getting into fights with people and a chick-fil-a you of know, all
1: places i was gonna say if there is one place you don't want to be naked
0: Chick-fil-a. It's Chick-fil-A. I mean, everybody there so is nice. a kid they're or elderly and the or a sweet little people. teenagers,
1: you know, at the, like, what a horrific place they don't deserve that. to lose your mind and take your clothes
0: <laughs> they, off. They don't deserve that. they got Waffle the fries, fries, too.
1: Yes, oh this is true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe he was mad because they were out of Waffle Fries. I don't know. Maybe.
1: I don't know. He was having some problems that day. Okay, so that brings us to our floor idiot of the
0: Week, who is only half
1: naked um, but yeah. he was naked for a good reason, so he wanted. Uh, is it Okay, never mind. Well, no, it's no. not a good reason. No, it wasn't. There's never a good reason to be naked in public. <laughs> so he uh, wanted a drink. He said he was really thirsty. So no,
0: first he said he was dying.
1: Well, that's later. So, <laughs> so basically, he was going to break into a convenience store. He mm-hmm. climbs up a tree. Uh, hops onto the roof of the said convenience store, and he's going to break in from above. You know how those always end well. Yeah, they do. Because they, like, fly onto aisle seven. And he couldn't get in. So basically he sleeps on the roof. Mm -hmm. The owner arrives there the next morning to a guy saying, please help me. I'm dying
0: up here. (laughs) It's a great reenactment.
1: That's what I pictured. And so the guy calls the cops. The police show up there, they have their uh, body camera on, and now I would like to show you this half-naked man trying to explain himself. I was
2: going to pay. It, it was, was closed. How so you yeah, going to pay
1: when it's closed? I know. I've never been here to this before. <laughs> Any business on the planet, they're locked. See, <laughs> so I was going to
0: pay. It was, it was closed. Well, I, was, I thought the cashier was on the roof, I've never man. never been here before. Come on. I thought you had to climb a tree um, to get up to the roof. That's not how stores work. <laughs> it's just not. What am not. I supposed to know? How <laughs> Every store works? Come on. Everybody has... <laughs> Gives money onto the roof. I mean, it was alarming. (laughs) He just didn't know a whole lot about how to commit this crime. And it turns out he was. He was dying, but he was dying of thirst. He just didn't make that very clear. Uh, He he went off to jail.
1: All right, that's (laughs) 31-year-old Michael Monticelli, your floor idiot.
0: Of the week yay all right that yeah, at least was a he was half one. naked though
1: all right enough fun let's talk about <laughs> disney <laughs> that's supposed to be fun <laughs> i know it is supposed to be fun uh you know back yeah back in the day i just felt like it was very approachable to most families but now yeah. when you add up ticket prices that are well over a hundred dollars a day for people. And they just raised them again. Can you give me the Correct. details on how they raised them? Well, it's kind of tricky the way they It is. It. It's
2: a tricky raise because for the past several years, the Magic Kingdom has cost more than the other three theme parks. Mm. And they're mm. putting a lot of investment in the other three theme parks, including the, you know, the avatar land that opened last year at animal kingdom It's Star Wars next year. Mm. Hollywood studios. So starting in October, I want to say the 16th, all the parks are the same price if you buy a multi-day pass. See, until now, multi-day passes, people have been given the benefit of the doubt. You get the lowest price, no matter if you're planning to go to the Magic Kingdom, or Animal Kingdom, or what sure. park, you yeah. get the lowest price, and you get a discount on top of that because you're buying four, five, six days because you're on vacation. <laughs> the new one, the, the new thing, they had to set up a special website to help guide people to reserving, to buying their tickets.
0: That shouldn't happen.
2: Because the, t- the ticket prices change every day. So if you start on a Monday and it's, you know, $125 a day, that's what you start paying. If you start on Tuesday and it's $109 a day, that's what you pay for the 5 days there is a discount on top of that. Gosh, it's like a mutual fund or it, something. It, it really has become like you need a, you're an accountant just to figure out how to buy a ticket now. Okay. Yeah, because
0: vacations aren't stressful enough.
2: Not at all, especially when you have to <laughs> with, pre-plan everything. And with dis- kids
0: too. I mean, yeah. uh, presumably that's who you're bringing your your kids to Disney. I mean, there are a lot of there adults are a lot of go, adults. Yeah. Who just Quite a roll. lot, yeah. actually.
2: More, I want to say it's
1: more like more than a third of their uh, of the of the people that go don't have kids. Wow, that's interesting. And I've seen a lot of them when I go there. So so this is interesting. I, Now I tried to do a story as a journalist about Mm -hmm. like how Disney is now kind of moving into the bigger billionaire area Mm -hmm. and uh, they're really fighting to get these super rich people. And they started that with something called golden Oak.
2: Oh yeah. Disney world. Yes. Okay. And
1: so basically you get to live on Disney property, get a big, beautiful house, you pay millions of dollars. Now they're taking that a step further with the Four Seasons inside the Golden Oak? Well, the Four
2: Seasons is, yeah, it's it's adjacent to Golden Oak. I think that's the people who live in Golden Oak have certain rights to use the golf course at the Four Seasons, mm-hmm. and they certainly get discounts to, to, to use the restaurant restaurant and the spot, the Four Seasons. But yeah, this the Four Seasons, of course, is legendary. It's one of the best places to stay if you don't care about how much money you're paying. Yeah. Actually, for the money, ours is not that expensive compared to lots of other Four Seasons in the world. But it is probably by far the nicest hotel accommodations in the Disney area, at least. Although the Waldorf Astoria is very nice at Bonnet Creek.
1: Yeah, I have been to both. Mm -hmm. And I must say the Four Seasons is insanely nice. nice. It is insanely nice. And while I was there on one of my trips, since Disney won't let me in to get video of this Four Seasons neighborhood. So there's the Four Seasons Hotel. Then Mm -hmm. there's the Four Seasons neighborhood. This is the most expensive neighborhood in Florida. I took some video from my hotel room because Mm -hmm. I could see it those like, are the houses no
0: that's part of the hotel man. No,
1: uh ginger that those are the houses
0: oh that's one house and those Just, are the fixer
1: uppers <laughs> uh, yeah this is these are the little ones uh so this is to get in here to get into that neighborhood past that gate you are spending five million dollars bought base that is the base price minimum five million dollars to get in there so this is a certain type of person ken this is like the mm-hmm. top what
2: 0.01% something like that. It's sort of like the Vegas casinos have always been after the whales, the people with the tons of money willing to spend whatever to have a good time. Disney's looking to get some of that some of that money their way.
1: And they're doing it quietly. They're not this is you're not seeing commercials for them targeting no. billionaires. No.
2: The for, the mostly most of the gold marketing, Golden Oak marketing is done uh, very quietly, word of mouth through mutual funds, through investment funds, you know, through companies, real estate funds that cater to that certain type of clientele. It's not like you're going to see an ad in Time Magazine or, or USA Today or on Disney.com. For they
0: don't the need to work. advertise.
2: No, they don't. Yeah.
0: Well, how much to just drive through that neighborhood?
1: neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> they have to check your tax records first. Yeah,
0: exactly. So they you, they your do your a w- full
1: <laughs> Supreme Court justice background <laughs> check before oh you get God, in there. Oh, God,
0: just back out. Back out
1: now. So. Uh, the other thing is that's very interesting that you're the one who told me about this is something called club 33. well club 33 is actually
2: a legendary part of disney lore uh, in disneyland in california walt himself started the original club 33. what is that it's a secret club that was originally designed to reward people who invested in disneyland early people who like back in the day Disney didn't run all the hotels and gift shops they were in all in, in the restaurants they were often licensees so if you were a sponsor or you ran a hotel or you ran a, a restaurant or a gift shop you know you got certain privileges well when they built the New Orleans Square in the 60s they invented well personally decorated even the original club 33 it's sort of like a hunting lodge upstairs with lots except more ornate and more uh, more Walt, right, but Walt wasn't big on on the luxury stuff. It was nice, but it wasn't crazy nice. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Jackie Siegel would be able to go there. Um, <laughs> but um, but and it was also because it was the only place you could buy alcohol in Disneyland. In fact, yeah. Disneyland itself is currently dry still since 1955. That changes next year when Star Wars Land opens. But um, Club 33 has usually a 10 to 15 year waiting list. I want to say, yeah, just a waiting list to get into the club and the club membership,
1: let me see, I have the numbers, hang on a second. 10 to
0: 15 years and just you're paying them. them.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're paying them. And, I'd wait 10 and years for somebody to pay me.
0: That kind of money. See,
2: yeah. The uh, According to the records I have here, the initial initiation fees start at 25000 but are more likely like 50000 for a basic membership and I don't know what the different tiers get you. The annual dues are 30000 or so a year on top of your annual fee, that the, the base fee. So every year you pay another thirty grand, And every time you eat there or have a drink there, you have to pay for that too.
1: No. Yeah. The food and drinks
0: oh, are no. covered. Oh,
2: no. They are not covered. No. You just get
1: a little stall to hang
0: out. Well,
2: I'm just, sure it's just nice and lavish. Uh, it's, it's nice, but. Uh, that
0: is insane. But,
2: and okay. the meals are not cheap, and the drinks are not cheap, no, I promise no, no, no. you. <laughs> okay, I,
0: so do you know why they call it Club 33?
2: Uh, 33 Royal Street's the address of where it is in, in New Orleans Square.
0: Oh, okay. It's
1: 160 IQ right there, folks. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I knew, I knew he you would gonna, know. you yeah. <laughs> would know. So, okay, so what's the perk, though? I, and I should say, okay, so you get special treatment sure right, well basically. again
2: let's just talk about disneyland for a moment disneyland the biggest perk of course was being able to drink in the magic kingdom which
1: yeah. oh my god never 30 grand a year to get drunk at disney exactly hey. that, that's
2: what it costs at epcot now so you know if you get the food
1: you <laughs> can drink uh, around the world well played, uh, sir, exactly well played. uh
2: but yeah you, know, you also got tickets to the park you got certain privileges front row access to certain events like certain times of the year you might get you know front front put first on Space Mountain or something, Yeah, you'd get previews of fractions. And they're trying something similar here now. Uh, they first had a, the first, if I'm not mistaken, the first other Club 33 was in Tokyo.
1: Yeah. There's just, one in Shanghai. Shanghai
2: too. has one, too. That one's really just for the the Communist Party, uh, by and large. Oh. I mean, it's by it's for the, pretty much for the government officials and the people who are very good friends of government officials.
0: We're not their. going, Matt.
2: No, I don't think you'd be welcome. <laughs> I don't um, think I want
1: to go to
0: that one.
2: But uh, I do want to see inside but, this but, one. Right? But Tokyo's is, it was was nice. I, there's one other one. It may be Paris. But now we're going to have four of our own here. So everywhere else,
1: there's just one. There's Correct. going to be one in each park. One in, in each Orlando. theme
2: park here. Well, we also have the most theme parks by far. The, all the other uh, – we have by far the most theme parks of any of the Disney properties. The most other has two. You know, the, Tokyo has two. Paris has two. How do you like Disneyland us now, Paris? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Florida, baby. shanghai eventually off too okay mm-hmm. so when they have it here they're building those or they're they're, they're building them they they actually did something uh, gives me give them credit they are very smart about using their land and most of these places they're building one in each of the fourth parks as i just mentioned most of them are taking areas that are not used right now or used minimally and are repurposing them for example uh, the magic kingdom it's an adventureland it's right after the adventureland Bridge. It used to be just a covered area where they had character meet and greets it was many years ago a place you could eat but nobody that that dining facility has been closed for years so they tore down that covered awning built an extension on the building that now looks like it's been there all the time just got finished they just took the walls down construction walls down last week and now it's pretty much finishing up on the inside and ready to go.
0: So there's no neon signage oh, certainly saying, rich person come here? Nope,
2: but there's a special <laughs> logo. And if you know what the logo looks like, you can. it's the Club 33 logo. And it also, you'll have to have a special, your magic band that you use to get admission. Yeah. You'll have to be coded a certain way to get you access
1: to what do they give you like a golden magic band to walk around with? platinum i would hope at that point
0: (laughs) you would think oh my goodness so you
1: we walk by we commoners walk by we don't even you probably wouldn't notice
2: it most people unless you know what you're looking for or you were looking for it you wouldn't notice it.
0: well now i'm going to look for it and i'm going to knock on the door you should i mean you know who i am that's going to get me kicked out of the park for sure That is just fascinating because when you think of Disney, I think of it as a place that's inclusive and welcoming, especially to families. That does not seem, I'm from a family of 15. Yeah. We're not getting in there. Right. (laughs) I mean, none of us are getting in there. A very
1: few of us are getting in there, that's for Uh, sure. Even if you pass
2: the hat, you can't
1: do that now?
0: No, no. That's (laughs) going to be a giant hat we're passing around. It's not happening. Yeah. It's just fascinating that that is the, I don't know. I just feel like, do you think, Walt Disney himself would approve of that.
2: No, I don't. Uh, I don't. Do me wrong. I, Walt was no prude about about raising money, but sure. but but he wanted to make a profit. But he, Walt did lots and lots of things, little things to, that that we consider little things now. That were going a long way to make everybody feel welcome and everybody feel yeah. feel included, even if you weren't the richest person. For example, the uh, one of the best souvenirs of all time is are the are the special character maps and the character guidebooks you could buy, not the little ones you get with the admission, but they're souvenir books. that are like this big. Walt insisted they'd be like 15 cents, 25 cents, under his cost. Because he thought, one, it was a good souvenir for the average person, and two, it was also good advertising. Sure. Because you're yeah. taking this home, you're showing all your neighbors Where'd Disneyland. Where'd get that?
1: What about you as a Disney? I mean, I know mm-hmm. you have been a Disney fan since you were a little kid. Oh, yeah. As, when yeah. you see Disney, instead of targeting families and normal folks, they're really going after the mega-rich. Well, uh,
2: defenders will always tell you Disney is a business, and they have to go after... Whatever they can to make money, and I, I certainly don't don't begrudge them making profits. But they make a lot of profits, even with this recent thing where they're going to allow almost all workers to have fifteen dollars an hour in a couple of years, which is pretty amazing. That I give Disney. Let's give Disney credit for should, that. Yeah. Okay, they're being on the forefront of what they see as a movement. They wouldn't mm-hmm. have done this if they didn't see this as a, as a movement that's going to have to happen nationwide. It started with their park in California and then it came out here with the negotiations. Yeah. So, anyways, But even with that raise, I want to say, I forget the numbers, but it was a laughably small increase. It compared didn't affect to the, them
0: that much. No, they like, won't even notice it. It was
2: something like 50 or 75 million a year difference.
0: But that's my point. They make so much, just sheer profit, Mm -hmm. like over the top. Absolutely they do. So, but prices continue to go up. And they will
2: continue to go up. And there's a couple of big reasons for that. One is, of course, it costs a lot of money, not just for the labor. Disney World, Disney World itself has more than 75,000 cast members. All those people have to eat. All those people have to be, you know, so that all costs money. And at least half of them have health insurance. Mm-hmm. That costs Disney money. So, again, I get the labor costs. There's also the cost of the electricity and the maintenance, the upkeep. Disney's sure. known for that. But they also have to keep investing in the properties. They're building Star Wars land for a reason. The, Star, uh, the Galaxy's Edge is what it's actually called, not Star Wars land. But uh, they're building that because, one, they think it's going to be profitable. But it's also that they have to keep inventing themselves. And Harry Potter, what, Universal, was a very good that example to them. That was a big challenge, Yeah. That's that was a throwdown to Disney, mm-hmm. and Disney is this is this is Disney's first They're, real to response respond. to it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I will give them mm-hmm. credit because any Disney park you've been to anywhere, it is pristine. Mm-hmm. You won't even see a piece of gum on the ground, yeah. and so I know that costs money to have people always on that mm-hmm. and making sure that you have the best experience
2: possible. However, I will tell you, as someone who's been a long-term park goer since I was a little kid it is not nearly as clean as it used to be. It's not really? nearly as thorough, but there's a couple of reasons for that. It's not just blame Disney for cutbacks. People are awful. Correct. <laughs> 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 tell that. us seriously. how you really feel. No, Ken. seriously. You see people throwing things of that wantonly that I would never have gotten away with as a kid. No. So part of it's not Disney's fault.
0: And there are more people. And there's more people. Yeah.
2: The Magic Kingdom is is something, I, I don't remember the exact figure, but I want to say it's hosting about 50% more people than it was designed for. Oh. Yeah. That's it's it was never. It was. Well, yeah, I can
1: tell when I walk down Main Street, I'm shoulder to shoulder with people's (laughs) phone. You know,
2: that's, of course, not every day of the week, but I I forget the metric they were using, but it was about how many attractions and how many people can be on each attraction each day. And if you add it all up, the capacity of the Magic Kingdom is nowhere near what it should be for the park to be this crowded.
1: You started to talk about Star Wars. They have oh, a new mm-hmm. hotel coming as well that is not catered that's, for the normal folks. Oh, either. certainly
2: not. No, that's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how that development works out and how much they really get away with. As with anything Disney, they start with grand ideas. And then, unfortunately, as you start building and putting it into place, you have to draw it back a little bit. You hopefully make it as close to your vision as possible. But we'll see how far they can get away with it. From what I've heard, it's going to be kind of like a cruise on land. Uh, you'll be docked. You'll be taken in a spaceship to your spaceport to this flying city that you're going to oh, be staying in. Oh, that sounds in. so freaking cool. Well,
1: I mean, it's, let's face <laughs> it. You don't even it, have to be a Star Wars fan. I mean.
2: It's really a building on the ground, let's face it. But they're going to be magic to uh, help to convince you the illusion that you're going to be arriving at a hotel in space. Okay. I want
0: to believe. Yes, yeah. of course. And this Lidl- is all
1: going to be, what, $80, $90 bucks a night?
0: Oh, yeah. it's Value <laughs> val- val- <laughs> val- resort. You know,
2: val- That's val- parking,
0: resort. parking per night.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Maybe. Par- that'll be a couple It'll be parking per night. Yeah. time, yeah. uh, no, we're probably talking about a thousand dollars or so a night. This will be the new most
1: expensive property on. Uh, no, no. Uh, I mean, it could be. There'll be definitely. Be more than
2: the Grand Floridian. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. no, the Polynesian has rooms that go to twenty five hundred a night. Oh, oh, those bungalows. The is on the yeah. water. Oh, goes for around nice. dollars oh, a Twenty five hundred. I mean,
0: I've only seen them from the outside. <laughs> I'm not speaking. I I've passed <laughs> them on a little motorboat one time. Uh, I've even been
2: inside, and I would never pay twenty five hundred dollars a night. Yeah. But I'd rather go to the real ballet, which is what it's based off of, and see the real ballet instead yeah, of the. Yeah, that. yeah.
0: Well, that's okay. So, Disney, I also have to worry
2: about being eaten by an alligator in ballet, whereas <laughs> Well, you yeah, that's another problem, room. too.
0: Talk about the room they have to continue to expand and grow because, you know, you think about the land that they actually have how big and how much more can they grow
2: they are less than 50 percent full there's the quick answer stop it they have room they've got a master plan for not that they're going to necessarily do this but every 10 years or so the planning division goes through and looks at all the land that's available and says this could be used for a hotel this could be used for a theme park if i'm not mistaken last time i heard there was room for two more theme parks and about 12 Holy more hotels.
1: moly. Can you imagine? Now,
2: I don't think they're going to build two more theme parks. They have four.
1: They have room for they it. They have room
2: for it. Right. I think you're going to see them do all, as much expanding of the current four parks as they can because it's a lot more money to open another theme park. Yeah. You have to have a whole nother crew of maintenance workers and and, constru- and custodians and ticket takers. And, you know, it's, it's a huge enterprise to add. Now, Universal, they're going to be adding more theme parks. But we can talk and about universal
1: is going for the more they've opened some economics. very
2: much have universal is my analogy is this universal is sort of now as Disney world was in the late eighties, early nineties mm-hmm. in the best time of before Eisner uh, lost his way in my view. Uh, but when they built all the all-star resorts that were value resorts mm-hmm. at Disney world property to give people who weren't the richest of the rich sure. a place to stay on Disney property to feel part of the magic you can debate the quality and you can debate some of the execution of it and people do ad nauseam uh, <laughs> but at least they were catering to that audience and they wanted to include people and yeah. now universal's done that cabana bay is a nice place to stay and you can stay there for around a hundred dollars a night for just the regular rooms yeah
0: oh see that that to me that speaks That's to doable me doable for that, a family that speaks to my soul
2: yeah and the next the new aventura resort they just opened recently is in the same pricing level roughly as as cabana bay and it's
0: really nice it is
2: it's very yeah. nice and they want encouraging everyone to use their the 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 restaurants and the and and into if you've never been to cabana bay or if just take a day to go to universal's resorts and see them sometime they're really very nicely done lowe's and universal are partners in those hotels and they do a beautiful job at at, i think there is higher or higher quality than disney's hotels really i think their value hotels are higher quality than disney's value hotels absolutely think i'd rather stay at cabana bay than the all-stars any day of the universe
0: Um, that's that's saying a lot that's really i I stayed there once i
2: stayed i paid to stay there when it first opened and uh i was uh, had friends in town and stayed there and i had a great time there and the pool's nice Mm -hmm. again it's not luxurious but it's fun it's a fun place to stay it's Mm -hmm. got a good vibe to it anyways they're building two enormous hotels that are value hotels where wet and wild used to be
0: okay
1: oh that's right because that's common now yeah well, I love that uh, the economy is going so well, that all these places, when they're not building, we're in trouble. Listen, let's, let's hope I'm, it keeps going. after yeah.
0: this conversation, I'm starting a GoFundMe because I want in on those clubs. Oh, I baby. do. I mean, yeah. you just, now that they tell me I can't do, I know I can't afford it, I want it.
1: I don't even think that the, what they're giving is that great and I feel like I should be a part of it, right? I,
0: right. In not there <laughs> one, I don't know. like, I can't call them and say, hey, I'd like to be a part. Don't they have to invite you?
2: Most of the time. I think there's, there, are, there are certainly exceptions. I think if you were someone of a certain... Certain stature and you called them up they'd be happy to add you to the list mm-hmm. Elon Musk but exactly if Elon if Elon knocked on the door you know if Mike Zuckerberg calls I think they'll be glad to add him onto the list okay. you know if Thurston Howell the yeah. third comes and lovey um, <laughs> uh, well, this that's has been a good crazy. learning experience
1: yeah. for me to see the business side of Disney. It is all a business. I, All I usually see are the sunburns and the whining kids.
0: Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, the, the stroller injuries. And that's
1: just my family. <laughs> 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 Ken Pilcher, theme park expert extraordinaire. Thank you so the much. Pleasure, buddy. We appreciate this you. This is
0: fun. Yeah,
1: good times. Not. This was more fun than Disney. Cheaper, too. Way
0: cheaper.
1: <laughs> all right, we'll see you next week on Florida's Fourth Estate. Yes.